This is 365 Tech by Suites. Today is Saturday, December 9th, 2017. I'm gonna have Ezra on. Met Ezra a couple years ago at an internship. I was working with General Electric down in Houston, Texas. Ezra is one of the smartest guys I know. He's always asking questions and I'm gonna call him in and see what he's working on right now and what he's excited for in 2018. Cryptocurrencies, what, what's something that you're just excited either to learn more about or to watch develop this coming year? I would say crypto as well, actually. It's funny that you brought that up because before I joined, I was actually listening to little snippets of your clips because um, personally, I've been following that a lot lately and um, I really wanted to tinker and now it's, I'm afraid, I'm afraid that the ship's already sailed if I wanted to buy in, but I was doing <laughs> some research into um because I, I was trying to look for an up-and-coming currency, so I was looking a little bit into Ripple. Um, and so that's kind of, you know, some of these other alt currencies are um, kind of hit or miss. But then I know, obviously, with Coinbase, I was looking at that as well. And Litecoin, which actually exploded this past week, um, some of the alt currencies, because I know everyone, of course, knows Bitcoin. But with the, the, alt, the alt currencies, I, I kind of want to get on something that's kind of on the up-and-up. Um, if I can, but I may have, I may be a little bit too late. <laughs> it, it may be, you know, the prices are already too high. I don't know. I love that you're approaching it so pragmatically. So what are your, you, you're a very smart and analytical dude. How are you going about looking at the cryptocurrencies to try to figure out which ones you, you buy into? Is it, is it a straight looking at the valuation and past trends or are you looking at the technology? What, what are your decisions? Um, I'd say a little bit of both, honestly, because you can look at the, the protocols um, that that particular currency, like they, they are different from like a technical perspective, but at the end of the day, um, it is also it's similar to looking at like a stock in the stock market. And I mean, price, I mean, it's kind of interesting how this is really, if you were to think, and I talk about this actually with my friends and, you know, that are my coworkers in terms of, it's like, how does one, you know, with stocks, you have you have an, an earnings report that comes out. You know, a stock it basically it's the value of a company, and when a company releases its earnings report, the value of the stock goes up or down depending on how the company performs. But with crypto, the prices are much more volatile. So, but what's interesting is that they're releasing a new. Um, I think December tenth, there's going to be the first Bitcoin futures um, uh, on the futures market released, and so I've been reading that that actually might mitigate that might. Um, mollify the price variation so prices will be more consistent so it's just really interesting i mean the price i mean it's gone up to i think like seventeen thousand the last time i checked it's insane i mean i don't know um it's very it's fascinating stuff i'm curious as to how it's going to evolve over time you brought up a lot of a lot of great points right there one tomorrow the chicago mercantile exchange is going to open up the trading of futures on bitcoin that blows my mind I was reading an article this morning by the, um, I want to say it was by CNBC on the Winklevoss twins who are kind of spearheading that, uh, that movement of trying to bring Bitcoin and the cryptocurrencies more into the regulated general financial systems. It, it's going to be, I, you were saying, do you think it's early? I think right now it's, people think it's early or people think that they're late, but jumping on to this one or any of the other altcoins. It, we're still on the early adoption slash um, early majority stage. There's still going to be a lot of growth to be had. 
I do like Litecoin. I've been seeing more and more just the correlation between Litecoin and Bitcoin as Bitcoin being a long term store of money similar to gold and Litecoin being a faster transaction being something right now it's lower valued. But as you said, like the past 24, 48 hours, I've seen a massive spike in valuation in them too, which is followed in a similar it's been compared as a bird of a feather to Bitcoin. Litecoin has for for a while now, just because all the growth and drops you see, they they're generally tied together. Just in how the two act as almost like a a pair. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm sure there are studies. I've I've read it a little bit. I need to do a little more research myself. I saw one article that was showing the correlation between all the various currencies and how one chart interestingly had. Obviously, Bitcoin exploding by, I think it was like 40 some odd percent. And then the other coins kind of dropping a little bit. Um, so that's kind of interesting. And I know two of my friends have been, were trying to get me into Ripple, um, which was doing really hot like a week ago. And now it's kind of hit or miss. I actually, I'm, it's funny, as I'm speaking to you, I actually got a, a hardware wallet um, because I was going to get some some sort of all currency on an exchange. And then kind of I wanted to tinker with this hardware wallet and be able to, you know, just get some hands on just because it is digital currency to be able to have something physical is kind of cool so i would get something through an exchange and then can you explain what that is what a hardware wallet is so basically um hardware wallet or some people i guess call it a cold wallet is a means of like physical storage so basically my understanding is is when you buy um some sort of digital currency on an exchange kind of similar to buying a stock on the stock market your money sits or your current your digital currency sits on your account on the exchange and Uh It's, it can be inherently risky because a couple years ago, I think it was in 2013, there was actually a hack of one of the largest exchanges at the time, Mt. Gox, in which case yeah. a lot of people basically lost all of their value overnight, essentially. And so now what you, what, what you can do is is you transfer your money off an exchange. They're, they're a digital wallet, so you can have one on like a desktop computer. But I have actually, I'm holding, it's basically, it looks like a flash drive. It's a physical wallet where you can download your coin off the internet and store it onto this physical essentially like a flash drive in case something catastrophic were to happen i mean even if you have it on an um you don't have it on a physical wallet um if you transfer from an exchange to like a digital wallet on your computer as long as i think you have access to the private key you can still access your currency but the thing is is that you know if it's on an exchange there is some inherent risk that's involved but i think um like Coinbase, since it's a U.S.-based company, I feel a lot safer keeping it on exchange versus if I was going to buy Ripple, which is on an exchange called Bit- Bitstamp, which is hosted out of like Slovenia or something like that. It's obviously a lot sketchier, <laughs> you know. Cause you Less know. trust there. Yeah. So. Agreed. I, uh, yeah, it's still happening recently. I read about them. I want to say once every couple weeks of some massive hack that happens on and it's not that's what people get confused about is they're like how is it safe i see all people getting their stuff stolen all the time well they're not getting their bitcoin stolen if they taken the proper security measures it was right. the exchange that got hacked not right. their bitcoin you, you understand and you've gone and stored your keys on a physical hardware that way like it, it, there's a lot more barriers in order for that money to be hacked and taken Right, exactly. Yeah, it's the exchange that's compromised, right, with like Mt. Gox and stuff like that. So, I mean, I think Coinbase, I mean, that's, it's interesting. I think I read that it's, it uh, in the last week, it became the most downloaded app on the App Store. Uh, <laughs> like, at least for iOS. I can't speak for Android, 
but I read that I like bookmarked this article. I was like, holy crap! Like, Bitcoin really like I mean that just goes to show you the power of cryptocurrencies. Like, that's literally driving you know app downloads like crazy. So yeah, I mean yeah, it's it's interesting. And then I've talked about it with my coworkers and stuff as well. Um, so yeah, and then I look over the summer and I know um, Ethereum has kicked off as well. But I will get into that. But unfortunately, it's like it like. Around five hundred or four to five hundred, so it's kind of expensive right now. But hopefully it'll drop, and then once it, I, I've set price alerts, so once it gets within a reasonable range, I would definitely go in. So yeah. Last question for you: You've brought up Ripple a couple times. Is there any reason that you have interest in Ripple, or is it just that your friends mentioned it and you you haven't heard much about it? Um, so actually, I, I have to do, to be honest, I have to do more research in the technical side. From a price standpoint, I've seen, I've looked at the, the valuation of it. It's currently 25 cents for one unit of Ripple. And um, my logic as well, if you can get in on something at the ground floor, and it's going to, I think it's the fourth, um, by market cap, it's the, the fourth biggest currency behind um, the ones we just were talking about. So, uh, but I think that actually changed in the last few days. This was as of a week ago, but that's, that's kind of interesting is it, cause the thing is I have a friend actually who got in on Bitcoin back in 2012, I believe like he got in, uh. um, when it was around like $10 or something like that, uh. like he bought it in high school and then he sold it when it was around 250. And so he made, he ended up making, I don't know, whatever much he had. So I think he, when all said and done, he made like over ten thousand dollars worth well over ten thousand dollars worth of bitcoin with the amount he purchased and i've been talking to him a lot because he's big into crypto like even when we were in um when i was in grad school like before it's gotten big in the news recently he was like a such a big guy into crypto and so yeah i've been kind of picking his brain with the, the stuff with ripple and and all that good stuff but yeah he wishes if he had kept it today i mean <clears throat> he would have been you know, had hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not, <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. He would probably be able to right. do a job right now. So it's, it's, it's crazy stuff. Ezra, thanks for joining me on the show. I, I love talking to you, dude. It's been good catching up. Yeah, Patrick. Thanks so much. Yeah. Ha- looking forward to listening to this uh, series as, you know, let me know when you are you recording next time and looking forward to, uh, yeah, following you as always. So yeah, good luck. Thanks. Thanks. Peace out. The two things I'm going to look into following the conversation with Ezra, I need to do more research on to Ripple and also the different forms of storing cryptocurrencies in wallets and how I want to store mine to just best protect myself in the future. So expect episodes on both of those in the future. Please call in if you have any feedback, if you um, have anything you want to be shared on the show or any questions.